Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's Sunday, July 9th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clutis here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at central bankers and their view on the nature of money. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. The following is a piece written by the former head of Coindesk Research, Noelle Acheson, and is excerpted from her Crypto is Macro Now newsletter. The piece is titled, How Central Bankers Are Reshaping the Definition of Money. Those of us who have been following the evolution of Bitcoin for some time now will have lost count of the number of times we've been told, but it's not money. Critics trot out the textbook definition of the word, a medium of exchange, a unit of account, and a store of value. It insists that Bitcoin can never meet all three, while assuming that the established criteria are necessary conditions just because we have been told that they are. One of the many valuable gifts that the emergence of Bitcoin bestowed on the world is the imperative to question money's definition and utility. Most people assume they know what it is, but that is always clouded by their experience. I used to work in traditional finance, and so I thought I knew what money was. Only it turns out that I conflated it with numbers. Others conflate it with exchange. Some treat it as a collectible. Yet all understand that it is useful, which is why people want it. A 2015 explainer from the European Central Bank, or ECB, not exactly known for its open-armed embrace of innovation, opens with this illuminating sentence. Quote, the nature of money has evolved over time, end quote. And yet on June 23rd, ECB board member Fabio Panetta delivered a speech at the BIS annual conference in which he insisted that, quote, cryptos have failed to make good on their claim to perform the role of money, end quote. Here's another quote. Cryptos have not developed into a form of finance that is innovative and robust, but have instead morphed into one that is deleterious. End quote. Apart from the basic mistake of assuming all cryptos have the same goal, the speech highlights Panetta's grade school level of understanding of how crypto assets work. No disrespect meant to grade schoolers. And if traditional markets come to that, every criticism he lobbed at crypto assets could equally be applied to currency and securities markets even more so since they have a much longer track record. But his point is that the crypto industry has so far produced no societal benefits and therefore is not deserving of public support. The confusion itself is fine, but most people still don't understand crypto assets. 
What I find depressing is the official approval to trot out a speech like this at a high-level event in which a senior official at a key institution on the macroeconomic stage, one concerned about maintaining its relevance, insists that European needs are global needs and the European take on money is a global take on money. What's more, this comes from a representative of the same institution that recognizes that money evolves. Panetta appears to believe that free market crypto assets should be regulated into irrelevance while a digital ledger central bank currency is developed. This starts to get at the real story here. It turns out that Panetta is not necessarily against the evolution of the definition of money. The intensified discussions around CBDCs shows that this evolution is inevitable. More on this later. What Panetta is against is free market evolution. Anything to do with money, even its definition, should be centrally controlled. His comments imply that this is better for the public. If they speculate on free market innovation, they will get hurt. Centrally controlled official innovation will make sure that doesn't happen. The rest of the BIS conference continued in a similar vein. Last weekend, the organization, essentially the central bank of central banks, unveiled its annual report. The 142-page document dedicates one of the three sections to the future monetary system. It fleshes out the idea of a unified ledger to connect the various CBDC and tokenized security networks currently under development, and it extols the benefits of asset tokenization, specifically the ability to efficiently reconcile ownership and settlement and improve asset distribution transparency. But as for crypto assets, quote, crypto and decentralized finance, DeFi, have offered a glimpse of tokenization's promise. But crypto is a flawed system that cannot take on the mantle of the future of money. Not only is crypto self-referential, with little contact with the real world, it also lacks the anchor of the trust in money provided by the central bank. End quote. The report echoes Panetta's conviction of all crypto assets are the quote-unquote same, and that experiments to date have been a failure. Official institutions are much better, it insists, at knowing what is good for the people. The overall message is, we recognize that money is changing, and we are going to be the ones to decide exactly how. The logic seems to be that change in something as essential as money should not be organic. It needs to be controlled. Keep digging and you eventually come across a glimpse of how even official thinking about money is changing. Earlier this month, two economists from the German Central Bank published a paper for the European Money and Finance Forum called Empowering Central Bank Money for a Digital Future. This is not a paper from the Bundesbank itself. Rather, it is a personal opinions of the authors, one of whom is Martin Deal, head of section payment systems analysis and a Bundesbanker for the past 22 years. The note discusses the design of central bank digital currencies and recognizes that a guiding principle should be form follows function. This unearths the insight that the function of money is not universal or even constant, and that its design should take its function into account. But what is its function? Going back to the textbook definition referenced above, for some, it's a payment mechanism, for some, a store of value, and for some, a unit of account. Traditional economists insist that it has to be all three, but this assumption is breaking down in the face of the need to decide what central bank digital currencies should look like. As the authors say elsewhere in the report, quote, what has never changed is that money is what money does, end quote. While struggling to let go of the traditional definition, the authors accept that the technological advances, driven largely by the emergence of blockchains, allow for some separation of money's features. What money can do has been impacted by technology, in ways we are all still coming to terms with. It has always been able to trigger programmatic functions, 
such as in vending machines and arcade games, only now they are sophisticated. It has always had the potential to also be a collectible, signed bills or historic notes, only now with much greater flexibility. Now, money can embed both clearing and settlement. Now, money can be programmed. This brings us back to the debate around what a CBDC should do. Should it be programmable? The temptation to limit and or channel payments according to the activity will be hard to resist. And is programmable money fungible? Most assume money should be. It is now. Should it replace current wholesale payment systems or merely connect them? Full replacement allows for real-time tracking of financial flows, but is riskier and much more operationally complex. These questions and others highlight that the very essence of money is being reconsidered, even if financial practitioners don't know that's what they are doing. Meanwhile, crypto builders want to push boundaries, explore use cases, and wait for legacy finance to catch up with the idea that old semantics may be convenient. But they no longer set the rules, and they aren't strong enough to control the direction of change. Okay, George here again. I want to provide a little bit of my own twist on this because I agree with most everything that Noel had to say in this piece, and I know Noel personally, and most of what we say tends to align, aside from a few diverging opinions. The one thing I do want to say, as a big reminder on this Sunday, money is, and always has been, a technology. It was only a matter of time where our internet-enabled world was going to create money that is digitally native and easy to sling around on the internet. It was also a matter of time before money was going to become decentralized. And so, here we are. Central banks are fighting decentralized ideas, and they will continue to do so until someone proves victorious. In the meantime, we'll be here telling the story. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line, Markets Daily. I'm George Kalutis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.